She's going to be like, welcome to the Main Dish Podcast, everyone. <laughs> you were about to say that, weren't you? You were like, welcome, welcome, welcome. Or, I don't know. Welcome everyone to the Main Dish Podcast. I am Mandy, one of your co-hosts today. And I am Miley, the other co-host. And we are, I'm really unoriginal, so I'm just going to go with, I'm really excited to be here today. You are more than unoriginal. I'm just, excitement's one of my words, I you know. know I like to be so excited. I just, excitement's a feeling I get regularly. Can I use the word enthused? Is that a word? Fuck I'm yes, so word. enthused. <laughs> it kind of, sounds kind of funny. I did it. like the way you said it. Enthused. enthused. You gave enthused. it a little bit of a Midwest, like, mm, oh, yeah, don't yeah. you know, I'm oh, really yeah. enthused. Oh, yeah, don't you know, I'm really <laughs> enthused. Oh, my gosh, that was a really good accent, wasn't it? That was pretty good. That was pretty decent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Finally. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mandy, what is new and good in your world? Oh, my gosh. Lots. I mean, first of all, it's my birthday week. You, you, you. Happy birthday to you. Thank you. This is a birthday song. It isn't very long. Hey. hey. <laughs> I love it. Um, It's my birthday week. So, you know, kicked it off today here with you mm, yeah. um, and all of you beautiful people who are listening. Thank you for joining me on my birthday week. Um, uh, Yeah, this is typically the most exciting week of the year for me. Usually it's the most exciting month of the yeah, year for you. I was going to say, I was gonna say it girl. happens to be nestled inside the most exciting month of the year <laughs> for me. <laughs> um, new and good. Last week we talked. So I mentioned sex life. Oh, hello. Last week I mentioned sex life and a show on Netflix. And I have since finished the show. I finished it as well. Yes. And I hated it. I. Okay. I really like the first like three, four episodes. There was like, it was hot, steamy, yeah. sexy. It is like a soft porno. So I was really turned on. <laughs> um, and the, the, the thing is like, you know, the trauma, the trauma bonding, the like going back and forth, the mm-hmm. like, conf- you know, like, oh, I don't know if I should, you know, whatever, like back and forth husband, lover that I've, you know, like uh, the person that you've fired. loved so much, Lost. you know, like that. Yeah, that feeling like, so I was caught up in that. But then the second half of the season was just I told I, you that too right yeah so you watched it faster than I, I did, did which is funny because I watched like two episodes and I was like girl this is fire I'm into it and then she was like oh I'm done <laughs> I, was like, <laughs> I, I was like oh shit I'm halfway I watched, so like we watched it together that one night one yes, two yes. then I woke up the next day watched three four then that <laughs> night I watched the rest of the episode so I watched it within less than 80, 48 hours <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm telling you like don't get me started on a tv show because I will binge watch the shit out of it it's so impressive I don't like get always, any shit done I always think like me watching two episodes is like that's a lot that's an hour and a half that's a movie's worth of time but like you sitting down and watching like three to four hours of a show at once I'm just like wow that's impressive like I just it's so rare that I have that much attention span for a brand new show i think i can do that more with reruns because i'll just mm. like half pay attention oh, i'm the opposite when it's a rerun i'm like i've already seen this is not exciting and then i fall asleep i watch reruns to oh. fall asleep yeah yeah sometimes i do that too but sometimes they if i haven't seen them in a long time it'll keep mm. me up but mm-hmm. like sex life i was real jazzed about it it was exciting and fun and sexy and kind of thrilling and then i hit the middle of the show and i was pissed and it mm-hmm. was and i was like legit i told you i was like i legit am hating at least one character like and almost hating this one and i feel just sort of like this one's losing its damn mind i really like the best friend which one her best friend her sasha. best friend yeah sasha, sasha. Mm-hmm. she was the only one who yeah. had any damn sense yeah i know so i liked her it really pissed well most of the time we'll say there yeah, was yeah, a yeah, little yeah. bit yeah, where yeah, i was the like okay that's a little sketch but um then it hit the end of the show and I was like, okay, we're making good decisions. We're using yeah. our heart. We're using like, we're just, we're very centered with these decisions. They're coming yes. from a solid place. Gratitude. And, and then, yeah, the end. Yeah. The and end. I was, I was like, like, the fuck? That's the fuck? I literally said like when it, the last second of the, the last episode, I was like, the fuck? Yeah. I was watching the last two minutes and I went, no, <laughs> no, they're just they're messing with me like this isn't what's mm-hmm. happening and the hu- like I just I I couldn't I was 
the part that bothered me most about it without giving too many spoilers away or alluding to anything crazy is that I couldn't wrap my head around how someone like her, like Sasha, is so pretty stable in her will oh, that and is, in herself right okay yeah. so psychologically speaking is they're both phds yeah, well and they're both phds in psychology but well she's a phd the main student. character hasn't didn't finish, finish. Her degree, didn't finish. Right? so but sasha did and she's like a published author and she talks about code switching you know me mm-hmm. my psychology geek like was mm-hmm. freaking out having so much fun with this show because yeah. of the psychology and all the different um theories and things they talk about in the show and for the main character like at the end i just I just I couldn't they didn't resolve how she got to where she got exactly they didn't I feel like she didn't make any progress actually like she was back at I can't even say that it was in progress and maybe this is the difference between book and tv because there's just only so much you can put in there but like they had the gift of her narrating the entire Mm -hmm. show so they could have narrated that for us and that sort of true. resolved it in my mind. I feel like it was very unresolved. The ending felt just like it just felt very unresolved. It felt like they just fucking did it and I was supposed to accept it and love it. And I didn't because I couldn't I couldn't resonate. I couldn't wrap my head around her reasoning and the way they left it with. Yeah, you all yeah. gotta watch it. The way they yeah. left it with the husband, the husband was like this, yeah. and the the it just guy came out. The, the like, husband's no thing one. was kind of it didn't make sense. None of the guys seemed to know what was going yeah. on at the end. Oh my goodness, yeah. So right? that's why I didn't really like the show. I was just like, yeah, it had promise because of all the psychological stuff. Yeah. Then I was like, now it's just like the easy way out or the easy way to just do a cliffhanger to get another second season, and there's no more substance was. anymore. I don't even think there was a cliffhanger for a second season. Like it was just like she just did this thing and this was it, and you're just supposed to like. Well, that's supposed to be the cliffhanger. That's why I said it sucked. But do they have another book? I don't think there was another book. But all TV shows always want a second season or a, another season. Oh, I think so. it was just. I thought this one was just a limited thing because it was like a book and blah blah blah. I hated it. I will not watch another episode of this. Well, there you go. Because I'm so, so mad at. So just watch the first the three, end. four episodes and then be done because it's not worth watching the rest of it. If you watch past four episodes, you will start to hate characters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was just say hate the storyline. It doesn't make sense. And then they, they will just become assholes to you. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyways, did you. Oh, I also went and saw Black Widow. Oh, right. Which was good. I know. You told me that it was really good. And then the two like, characters, the two female characters. Solid, yeah, Scarlett Johansson, and then Florence Pugh. Mm-hmm. Uh, really enjoyed the two of them. Um, I enjoyed their chemistry together. I actually really enjoyed all the supporting characters. I liked everybody in the movie. It was a good movie. It was very Marvel. There were some really funny, like laugh out loud kind of moments and chuckles. Very, Aww, very Marvel, like heartfelt moments that. where you got to get to see a little bit of like the person inside the oh, okay. superhero-ish yeah. or whatever mm-hmm. you know. The like weapon. they actually, there's some human to them. Yes, hundred percent. Um, it was super good. And okay. Then, and then uh, I would assume I don't know much about Black Widow or the Marvel stuff. So mm-hmm. is is Black Widow a good guy, bad guy? It's Scarlett Johansson. I think Scarlett Johansson. She's the one they've called Black Widow. So this is her yeah. origin story. Got you. Okay, cool. Yeah. Okay. So it shows so like, her as a kiddo mm-hmm. and family and kind of how she got where she is. Um, I mean, they fast forward over like oh, yeah, a lot of yeah. stuff, but as to be expected it was good it was it was very entertaining there were only some moments where it was like okay you know just the action was a little are there any marvel movies that someone should watch before they watch black widow to make it make more sense or does it not matter I uh, no not really it's a standalone I mean, if you wait through all the credits and you watch that little like extra mm-hmm. scene at the end oh, that yeah. they tease for future mm-hmm. um so yeah you- for those of you <laughs> if you go watch it stay tuned to stay after don't just don't leave bolt. right away yeah so if you stay stick out like three to four minutes of credits mm-hmm. then you can see the end and they tease a potential future movie with florence Pugh, which is pretty exciting um but it does it was funny to me the people that gasped at that scene because i was like um, why are we gasping? We all know this. Like, yeah. they tell you things that have happened oh, if yeah, you've yeah. seen of other course. Marvel movies. But maybe that's why they, they hadn't. <laughs> it was fun. Or like, why would you together? see this movie if you haven't seen one yeah. three years ago? But whatever, it's fine. Um, but yeah, it was good. I would okay. I would go see it. Um, movie theaters are not distancing anymore. Mm, and so no masking. that's something that makes store. you uncomfortable, then maybe consider a time of day where less people are in the movie yeah. theater. Mm-hmm. Cool. And uh, I saw a movie that came out on Amazon. 
right? Yes. It wasn't Netflix, it, it was too. Amazon. The Tomorrow War. Yes. It was real it was a it, it was a really good movie. I liked it. Yeah. Um I love the futuristic thing. I actually really like like, you know, those battle war movies and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And so um that was pretty pretty cool. The technology was pretty awesome. Um I love the archaeological aspect to it. Like at the you know, the funny moments in the beginning of the movie ended up like helping explain stuff and i was like whoa nerd alert yes they did a really good job with the story and Mm -hmm. kind of making each character integral yeah and uh yeah i really i could really feel for the main character and uh and then a lot of the morality in that like you know um you know, there, there was some characters who were like, well, you know, take care of yourself in this war. And then there's other characters who are like, no, I'm teaching people how to take care of themselves so that we can fight and win together. Mm-hmm. So I really like that. Yeah. Yeah. It was a good movie. I also watched it. I don't know. At some point, maybe, maybe yesterday. I don't know. I, I watched, watched it twice. It. Oh, you did? I know. <laughs> did you miss some things? Did no, you I just the first time I watched it, I was like, oh, this is really nice. So then I watched it again to go to sleep. But then I just watched the whole thing and then went to bed. <laughs> That's too much action to try to sleep to. It's like explosion. After. Wrong okay, decision. The thing I noticed watching that movie because I had my surround sound on mm-hmm. at home and it was so loud during the action scenes. And then during dialogue, I struggled to hear. Oh, them. yeah. I am someone who wa- who watches movies with uh, captions. So that's probably why I know I'm one of those people. I need to put up a poll because <laughs> <laughs> so many people do this and like English, like English is my second first, language. Yeah. But people whose language, first language is English, I find still watch TV with captions on. Because sometimes I actors don't freaking enunciate. Okay, that's fair. But like. Like, I get Bridgerton. I think the fourth time I watched that season, <laughs> I think I turned on captions to catch some more of the words yes. that I didn't maybe the first time. But, like, as a general rule, it's not that integral to the story to me to hear every word. Also, when the captions are on, I personally am distracted. And I'm reading mm. instead of watching the scene and seeing emotion on the faces and seeing the acting and noticing things in the background. So I just I just don't like captions unless I'm literally struggling to figure out what they're yeah. saying. Good point. I get you. I got you. So it's really funny that you watched it with captions. <laughs> but I, I also thought that was good. I mean, Black Widow was had the benefit of being a Marvel movie. So it was a mm-hmm. little more exciting. But The Tomorrow War was yeah, entertaining. Good. It was a pretty good movie. Mm-hmm. Chris Pratt. It was made. Really it, I on. actually looked it up. It was filmed in 2019. It was yeah. supposed to be de- uh, released January 2020, actually, mm. um, in the big, big screen. Yeah. But then, because of COVID, then it got switched and sold. Um, sold yeah, it was being sold around in different hands, and then it ended up in Amazon's hands. And what I really liked about it is that it kind of had some environmental. Oh yeah. Oh, subtext. like impacts and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was a fun movie. I highly recommend it. So yeah, it was a really good movie. I uh, I might watch it again. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how I test if it's something good is if I'm willing to watch it again. Three times. Three, four, five. I mean, shucks. Bridgerton, four times, I think. Yeah, but that's a show where there's so many characters know, to get involved with. It's so much to like dissect and observe yeah. and little things like that. But the music yeah. and the costuming mm-hmm. and all those things yeah. in Bridgerton, not like Tomorrow War. You're not going to get any of that in Tomorrow no, War. No, there's no much. There's not much more new information I'll collect or obtain from watching it again. But yeah. it's something nice to put in the background when I'm doing stuff. <laughs> it's like explosions. <laughs> I know. And, and then I'll get distracted and then just watch monsters and yeah, stuff. Yeah, it's like aliens screaming. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. It was pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. It reminded me a lot of The Quiet Place. Rawr. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> if no one has, if y'all haven't seen that video yet, you really look like you need to go. <laughs> like, you really need to go check it out on IGTV. Uh, yeah. Because it's so damn funny. <laughs> So many people were like, I love her. I'm like, I'm like, I know. Like, as I edited the little clips together into a reel. You did a great job at that reel, <laughs> by the way. As I put it all together into a reel, I was dying. I was like, how do I get to spend time with the cutest person on the planet? It's so funny. It's, you're just, you're so in your moment. And it people probably, like, might think that that took us a bunch of, like, takes or something. No. But no, I just, like, turned on my camera and I was like, hey, Miley, tell me about the quiet place. And all of that came out. 
in this minute take and yeah. i just like clipped it down into <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then i you know i had a couple of people ask me to reenact it after they saw the video <laughs> as i reenacted it live really <laughs> I'm dying. Oh, but it was awesome. Well, we maybe, should do more of that. Maybe you'll do it live at my birthday. Ooh, anything for you, babe. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, we're getting together locally for my birthday this oh, yeah. week. I'm yeah. not sure if oh, I'm okay. going to put it all out on I the know. interwebs yet or not, but I might. Okay. So if people want to pay come. attention, tune in to our Instagram at the main dish podcast. That's right. And uh, please wish her, Mandy the bestest PP in the world podcast <laughs> partner, but really amazing just gal pal and uh, and uh, just all around just thoughtful and kind, genuine and hardworking and just she's so empathetic and she's just there and logical and just resilient and amazing. Oh my gosh, so, so many words. I'm just thankful to have you. Thank you. You make life better. Oh, I feel the same way about you. <laughs> Speaking of genuine and gal pals, oh yeah, our episode today. Oh yes, is the ladies of uh, genuine, genuine, and they're best friends, and they they're are. in business together. Yeah, they were friends in their former careers mm -hmm. and went into business together. Opened up a wine bar, wine shop here in Phoenix, and we chat with them today. Yeah, and it was a fun chat. It was really good times. The beginning of the episode's a little rough, so we had some like Wi-Fi mishaps, yeah. some shitty ass Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> and wah, wah. that's okay. Yeah, tech issues are always part of the show, and the show must go on. That's right. So if you wonder why there's not like, uh, hey everybody, hello, yeah. hello, introductions, it's because mm -hmm. the Wi-Fi was terrible and we kept losing each other. Yes, um, but it then was, it was totally on our end. Yeah, but then we found each other. We found each other and we launched into a show and it turned into like a super good convo. Um, some and we were drinking wine and like, you know, we were drinking some of their stuff while we were, we were podcasting. Drinking so. some ciders, talking about some mm -hmm. wines. It was a really fun chat. Yeah. So we hope you enjoyed the episode. Thank you, friends. And so can you tell us, tell us and our listeners the name of your shop, where you guys are located and a little bit about your shop? Yeah, we're Genuine, Arizona. We're located on Roosevelt and First Avenue in downtown Phoenix. And we like to think of our shop as like a coffee shop vibe, but we serve wine instead of coffee. Um, and we're also serve wine bar. So customers can come in, they can try some wines and get a one ounce, a three ounce, or five ounce pour. We like to focus on Arizona wines because we think that that's an awesome way to try some local wines that people might not typically buy at a grocery store. If you've never tried it, you might not think, but they're amazing. So we like to put on some local wines. Yeah. How long have you been here in the Valley or opened up your shop? Yeah, so we um, have been open for three and a half years. So it's really exciting yeah. for us to be able to say that we've been open for three and a half years and especially overcome a pandemic. So oh, yeah. nothing, we, something that uh, we didn't know if we could do because we don't from a business background at all. So it's kind of, there are all these like check marks. Everyone's like, you got to make it one year and then yeah. like, you got to make it two years and then it's three. We're like, okay, now what? Now what? Pandemic. Check. <laughs> Congratulations. Yeah. I'm so happy and so proud of you. Yeah. It's sort of like Thank you know, you. two years, three years. You're like, now what do we do? Like, have we just made it? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Have we? I don't know. I hope so. <laughs> yeah. Cause it never feels quite done. Right. It always feels like there's, there's the next thing. You're probably setting another goalpost. Exactly. When I made goals, every at the end of every year we make a big long list of goals and yeah we check them off through a year and you think that like that's great but then the next year you have a bunch more goals to so yeah it's just never ending there's always improvement changes that we want to do and, and that's such a great mindset to have right especially in business because the world is constantly changing your you know your population the the surroundings the the business environment itself, everything is changing constantly. So you need to have that mindset to continuously grow. And that's wonderful. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. you don't come from a business background. Was it the both of you were teachers? Yeah. Neither of us have any business background. Both teachers for what a combined 15 year taught. And that's actually where we met. We're both 
from the Midwest. We met here in Arizona while we were teaching together and then jumped yeah. into opening a business. Yeah, <laughs> it's been crazy. But Lindsay taught seventh grade science and I taught seventh grade math. And um, yeah, we met while teaching and just learned that we worked really well together and wanted to continue a working relationship, but didn't want to do it as teachers wanted to kind of create our own thing. Um, so yeah, we decided that we were gonna step outside and open up a wine bar and see what happens. And why wine? I, yeah. mean, I mean, I'm a wine lover. So I'm like, wine, anything? Yes, I'm in. Let's do it. Like, was that both of your passions going into this? Like, was it starting a business first and then you came up with the idea of the wine or you loved wine and was like, why don't we open a business about wine? Definitely more of that. We definitely <laughs> loved wine. We like to drink a lot of wine, but it didn't really ever think of a wine bar yeah. until Emily went to France. Yeah, I went to France with my husband about six years ago and I saw like a self-serve wine system and I was like, Lindsay, this is it. This is what we're going to do. Um, but we definitely had like the mindset of, okay, let's do something else. Let's only do like some sort of business, but we weren't exactly sure. Like, obviously we loved wine, like being teachers, we drink wine all the time just to get through the day. I mean, like not during the day, not during the day. <laughs> so that's what's in that coffee cup. All right. Yeah, right. <laughs> At the end of the day. To the end of the day, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but my husband and I saw this technology in France and I was like, okay, Lindsay, like, this is what we're going to do. And she was like, okay, you're crazy. And we, we have no idea how to even go about doing that. I wouldn't even know what the first step is. Yeah. And then, and then it uh, just kind of, it, yeah, it was great. I feel like if one person tells you you're a little crazy going into a wine business, then you know you're on the right path. Oh, yeah. Like that's actually yeah. a good sign to have. Yeah. It's like, oh. Okay, so this is kind of a novel idea, mm -hmm. and people think it's out there. Like I should go after it, see yeah, what it's about. We literally had to Google how to write a business plan. We sat down with a bottle of embarrassingly enough cupcake. Was a barefoot? I think it was cupcake. It was cupcake wine, which like now it's just like we wouldn't drink cupcakes. Not that we're bougie, but it's I mean, just kind of. kind of we're kind of bougie about wine, but. At the time we sat down, yeah, with a bottle of cupcake wine and literally Googled how to write a business plan. And it started from there and it was a crazy journey ever since. I still don't know how we figured out what to do. What to do. It, it was like a blur. I feel like I blacked out <laughs> during that time. That's amazing. So, I mean, did y'all just go into this with like your, your own personal savings? How did you talk? Were you married at the, well, I know Emily was married at the time. Lindsay, were you married at the time? And how did you talk your spouses into getting behind this idea? You're like, mm -hmm. hey, babe, leaving my cozy yeah. day job with benefits and like, you know, that regular schedule and summer's off. Um, I'm going to go open a business. Yeah, yeah I'm going to go open a business. Yeah. I'm not sure if it'll make any money. And um, it'll probably be 24 seven, at least for the first I'm going to work in the beginning. every day, all day for a while. Um, is that cool? Like, how did you, talk? <laughs> what was the pitch? Yeah, pretty much that. And like, surprisingly, and I don't know what they were thinking, but both of our husbands were like, yeah, go for it. You yeah. can do it. Like a hundred percent supportive from the get go. Never, yeah. They never, ever were like, you can't do this. What are you guys thinking? Actually, when we sat down to Google how to write a business plan. My husband was sitting there with us. Yeah. And Googled uh -huh. with us. Yeah. And then we took a business plan and I gave it to my husband and he like, like made like notes on it and stuff. And we went back and reviewed it. So they were like a part of the process um, and just like super supportive to get go, which honestly, if it were the other way around, I think I'd be like, what are you talking about? No, like you're not doing that. But no, they were really, really supportive. It's just crazy. We so, still and, and then, all the time, really. Yeah. That's, that's super amazing. That's really cool. And did you just go into this with your savings? You're like, I'm cashing out my teacher, some of my teacher savings and we're going to yeah. find this spot. Or did you need to we, get loans, especially for the technology, right? You had mentioned technology that you were really fascinated sure. by from parents. Yeah. Yeah. So to start up, we applied for an SBA loan and SBA loans um, are like, gosh, some of the hardest loans to get. There's just so much red tape to jump through. So from the time we started the application process the moment that we got approved and like for the loan was nine months 
Ooh, so wow. when we, it was a long time when we quit our teaching job, we didn't have a low, like we didn't have a lease, like our location. We didn't have a liquor license. We didn't have a loan. All we had was a, a dream <laughs> and, and, and each other. Yeah. And other. Yeah. We just knew we were going to do it. We had like the mindset, like this is going to happen. We are going to do this. So yeah, we just made it happen. But yeah, we did get um, an SBA loan, which is, um, where most of the we had funds came from. I mean, it's it's a lot goes into setting up a food establishment, like a in a bar type of establishment. I mean, I think people don't realize how much furniture and build outs and just everything is super yeah. in that. And our build out was like it was an eggshell. So we had to do the floors. We had to do the plumbing, plumbing, the electrical. So it was it was a nightmare. Was, I honestly hated I construction. Hated it. But we saved so much money. Lindsay's husband is a firefighter and on his off time he likes to do a lot of woodworking. So every table that see like all the wine racks, the bar area, like he built that all himself. So we saved a ton of money. Yeah um just that and then we were just really see like we got all of our chairs at goodwill like we're just really I kind of chopping <laughs> yeah we just, we're like we're gonna make it happen we only have x amount of money but we're gonna make it happen that's so cool so, so I I stopped in there the other day and I picked up a couple of things um for Miley and I to sip on while we chat with you all so um, I picked up a couple of wines and then as I was checking out with the wines, uh, the girl, I can't remember her name that was helping me that day. It was like Tuesday, five-ish, 5 p.m.-ish. But she goes, we also have some ciders and Miley is a cider freak. So I was playing in the cooler and I got this stoic cider, um, the dry one, the dry season. And then I also grabbed another stoic cider, the Javelina Rosé, both in um, from Prescott. So if you see us sipping that's what we're sipping on I poured us each um a little glass of those um I love do, you all, it. do you guys buy like a majority of things from Arizona wineries and yeah. wine and makers maybe what what's your philosophy in what you provide for your customers um and before you answer we will cheers to you and cheers yeah. to Jamie. cheers <laughs> yeah. I can't believe we I mean I'm I know I should I feel like I'm drinking less now that Lindsay's pregnant so <laughs> I know you actually really need to, to drink more for her so I know I know double it you're simply sober and Miley's trying to I talk know. you into making up for it. <laughs> I know I should, I should do philosophy, but um, as far as just like the products that we do, we definitely focus on Arizona products. So of our wines, a majority of them are Arizona. Um, and obviously the cider we have, the beer they have, it's not exclusively Arizona because there are some things that Arizona can't do that great just because of the climate and um stuff like that we like to focus on arizona products and kind of just give back to those other small businesses and arizona producers so when we first started opening the business we actually went to a bunch of the arizona wineries and got to meet the winemakers and that really cheered for us in our hearts like this is who we want to support this is who we want to emphasize because they are out doing it all like yeah. they are some of them like for a one-man show, just busting their butts to like make it. Grapes, pick the grapes, make the wine, and it's really awesome. So we just want to support them, and they're making it awesome. Yeah, and the, I mean the low, like you guys are drinking so excited. Um, the 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 cider maker of so excited, he has a PhD in apple genealogy. Like he's super what? into apples. So it's just like, it's not, Love it. it's, it's just like, those okay, so that's of like a thing. fun stories. <laughs> yeah, I know. I didn't know either, but it's just those kind of like fun stories that you can like tell people and they can kind of connect to and um, yeah, grown right here. Yeah. So. Oh, wow. I, I like it. It's so good. I really actually like this one. I wasn't mm -hmm. sure if Miley was going to like it because it said dry and she's more of a sweet fan. I was like, it will it's, still taste yeah, fruity. It so It'll sweet. just make you pucker a little bit more. And it does. <laughs> I like it. I like it a lot. It literally lights up yeah. my taste buds. I tried making cider a couple months ago out of my closet. It didn't work very well. I mean, it was okay. I'm not as good as this. I don't think I got to try your cider. I have a couple bottles uh, in my fridge. Okay. Yeah. 
So uh, next, next pool out. party, but I get to try her nothing cider. nothing like this. This is incredible. I mean, I, I don't have a degree in, in apples. A degree in blackberries <laughs> or apples. Or... Well, blackberries is one of the ciders I made, but that's why I asked for blackberries. <laughs> <laughs> so your dental degree does not contribute no. to cider making. No. Oh, my okay. God. So you tried. I, um, even know I know. <laughs> So uh, can I ask a little bit about your business structure and, you know, you two are best friends. How do you guys, because I'm imagining, you know, as you're talking about picking out different wines and ciders and products for your, your um, business, like, how do you guys split up the, the jobs or the responsibilities um, together? You know, Mandy and I talk a lot about that kind of stuff too, because we're in this podcast business together. Um, and we're always so fascinated to hear how others structure their business, especially when there's partners involved. Yeah, that's a great question. good. It's so it's funny that you say that because when we first opened, like I feel like a lot of people were like, just be careful. You're getting into business with your best friends. Like you don't really know how it's going to end. Like I've seen like people like torn apart, like blah, blah, blah. And like just being in business together, we call each other business soulmates because I don't, I would not own a business anybody else and I think the general rule of thumb of don't open a business with your best friend is probably correct but I think you have to find the right business soulmate um that like I feel like Lindsay and I just have been brain like we are just on the same path all the time um we've like knock on wood we've never gotten an argument about anything oh well I mean it's arguments are who gets to take the trash out yeah <laughs> like who gets we yeah. to fight over I get to take trash yeah you know, I'm saying we'd have to like do rock paper scissors for that um, but as far as like apps go we it, it was all organic like we just kind of figured out what we like to do and then some things that we just picked up on maybe didn't like to do what we still do yeah but really naive in the beginning because people did tell us like oh you guys will find like your own means and we were like no we're gonna do everything together like i think it's gonna be the two of us together and then we just like slowly figured out Lindsay is a like an excel spreadsheet genius like you should see her excel spreadsheets they're like amazing so she does i was gonna point at miley and she pointed at me i was like i'm not a genius she's a genius we're like no she is i like that the two of you actually know who the genius is because we don't even know she just like her so she's like all of our accounting all of our money she does the employee scheduling like all of that and then i do like our social media posts, all of our like um, website, like communications, private events, like stuff like that. So yeah, we just kind of have like separate lanes, but yeah, we didn't, we never even like sat down and we're like, okay, you're in charge of this and you're in charge of this. It just like happened. Like she like French in the birds and she's weird like that. She can do it. And I like communicating with people and setting up events. So I do that. So yeah, it just kind of happened. That. Yeah, I feel like, yeah. like you said, uh, you know, like a business soulmate. But I feel like, you know, Mandy and I, our, our friendship has actually grown stronger because we have this shared, you know, vision or this shared goal and this like something that we're creating, like something beautiful that, you know, we're creating together. Um, and so that, I love how things have formed and like organically happened for both of you. I was just gonna say it was fairly organic and similar for us. Like, um, I like doing all the social media and Miley's like, good. Cause I don't want to do it. And yeah. like, we check in with each other and run things by each other. Like I'm thinking of doing this. What do you think? Do you like this aesthetic? Like, you know, just weighing in and, or yeah, weighing in, checking in, kind of bouncing ideas off of the other person. But um, we've definitely found like, and Miley's great with like the sound and the visual stuff. Whereas I can spend, it takes me like five times longer to do it than it takes her anything yeah anything yeah, anything technology like, yeah. like the, the audio visual anything stuff. related to like making a video I'm like I don't get it I threw it away <laughs> <laughs> can you do that <laughs> that's awesome did um I was gonna ask so I know you guys do wine by the glass and you have the cider case and beer case and things like that and I know you have some food in the shop there's also a membership I, like a wine membership, right? 
I, one of my, my former roommate actually has a wine membership with you all. And that's the reason it's popping into my head now, but I guess I don't know a lot about it. So I'd like for people to hear just a little bit about it um, and talk about like kind of that aspect and why you decided to, to do that in the business. Yeah. The wine club is a monthly fee for up to what, 150? Yeah. 150 something, yeah, which is pretty to think about. That's a lot. Yeah, the, at the beginning, I think we had like 10 people the first month. We have 10 people, and now we're at like 155. So it's insane. So they get two bottles of wine each month, and then they get an Arizona product. So we're always bringing in new Arizona products, whether that's um, nuts or crackers or gosh, cookies, seasoning. candles, anything. You get product. Oh, and then what's cool is you can choose because a lot of times you join a club and you always get like a red and a white well our members can choose if you're a big like red wine fan you can choose you want two red wines every month or two white wines every month and then the first week of the month you can come in and try all four options we always have two reds and two white options so you can try all four of them for free and then choose the two that you want to bring home so it's kind of more customized to what you like uh, and it's just a fun way to figure out what wines you like and go about that. And then you get 15% off anytime you come in. So it kind of just pays for itself eventually. <laughs> but it's something that we definitely were very intimidated to actually start. We talked about it. We knew we wanted to do it from the very beginning, but it took us a year. Whole, yeah, a whole year to actually, it's just scary to actually do it but it's been one of our smartest business moves i think because that is just like yeah it's just guaranteed income on the first of the month and then by doing that those people are becoming your best customers because they get 15 percent off so they're is coming in they're telling their friends about it so honest is one of our yeah. our best moves yeah. i think are there different levels like more than a two bottle package can you upgrade to like all four bottles every month we don't have a package that yet we've actually i mean there are some similar ones that do have like different tiers stuff um i think our motto has kind of just been like keep it simple like with everything that we do like the simpler the better so what's nice about people coming in and like on the first week to try for is that you get to pick two that you want to bring home, but then you can buy the other two at a discounted price as well. So that makes sense. That's yeah. smart. I like that. Yeah. How do you, so how did you, did you decide to go, like, I know you're downtown, you guys are your, your first Avenue and Roosevelt. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. I'm like, I was just there, but I suck at remembering what street I'm on <laughs> when I'm downtown. I'm like, oh, I don't know. It's somewhere around here and here. It's between this and this. Um, how did you decide? Yeah, how did you decide to be downtown? Okay. Well, I think okay. So my husband works downtown, and I think that he just kind of had a feeling like downtown is really going to be developing. Life's just kind of growing so fast. And then when we came down to look at different locations, it was just like the sense of community was so big, and the space that we have so nice because there's so many residents in the area there's walking traffic people that come down here tourists come down here so it's just like a really good sense of community so from the get-go we just knew we wanted to be downtown just after like coming down and walking around a little bit yeah we always knew like we wanted to see this community vibe where we knew the customers that were coming in we know that by name we're like oh you know always camping this weekend yeah, like, like we know what they were doing and then I think just kind of like happened super organically super naturally and that's kind of how things have just been for us in business we really haven't pushed um to make I mean like we make things happen but we haven't like overly pushed like things just happen for a reason can I ask how you chose your name hmm. 
You know what's funny? I think both blacked out because you don't really know how it happened. <laughs> I think like finding a name was so difficult and we wrote down so many different things. And then I think we actually wrote like a mission statement and just kind of figured out what we wanted the environment to be. And we're like, we just want like a really genuine environment, comfortable. And we're like, oh, genuine, genuine. And I think it just kind of happens like that. I think that's, yeah, I that's that, the story, know, and I'm sticking yeah. to it. <laughs> Your name came up to my mind while you were just talking about how you wanted to be in an environment or create, you know, be part of a community where it was like people that you came in and they weren't just customers, right? They were people that you knew that you recognized that you'd be like, hey, you told me about this thing last week or last time we saw each other. How you know how how did it turn out or whatnot? And so I think it just reminded me, you know, of your your name, which is genuine, but you genuinely care about your customers like you genuinely want to create a relationship you genuinely want to create this experience in this place that people can come back over and over again and feel like they you know that you're a big part of that 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 neighborhood or that community right so that's why the name came to mind and I and I thought it's such a it's such a clever uh sweet and adorable and just like you know when you hear genuine you're like wine but you also feel that sense of just um you know, sincere, sincerity, I guess. Yeah. yeah. The I was going to say, sometimes we think oh. about the rap genuine, the pony song. Okay. I was going to say genuine, but I wasn't sure if anyone else was caring for my reference because I'm a hip hop girl. So Wait. I'm like, what about genuine? Well, when she, when she originally asked me, she's like, what do you think about genuine? And I'm like, and my, my first thought was like, the rapper but then I was like it can't be the rapper I'm like we're not we're not that big of a podcast yet to be able to interview genuine the rapper we're not pulling hip-hop stars from the 90s (laughs) so I was like okay tell me more but when you do you have to come back so that we can say hi yes (laughs) <laughs> yes when we do we'll do it we'll do a mashup we'll be like and um during our interview with genuine we want to like surprise guest the ladies from genuine, genuine. <laughs> oh my gosh so funny i'm curious who does all the hard work with all the wine tasting that you all put out hard work well, yeah. now <laughs> yeah now it's because Lindsay's pregnant so i have been doing a lot more like tasting wine all the time but it's us we taste we taste I mean not we all but we taste every wine that goes in our wine machine yeah and like we do a bunch of cool wine pairings like we're doing like wine and chip pairing this week we do wine and popcorn wine and chocolate wine and anything those macaroons tough, those are tough days when we come to work what, what are what are you what are you uh, pairing with your popcorn yeah what kind of popcorn and wine pairing yeah. are you making because we're my popcorn fans popcorn nuts oh good well so we have local popcorn it's from kettle heroes they're located in oh. i don't know if you've been there before but we have four different types of popcorn so we had um a cinnamon churro popcorn a prickly pear, a hatch green chili, and aged cheddar. And we paired <laughs> we paired um, them with four different kinds of wines and it was delicious. I my favorite was the prickly pear with like this rose and it was so good. That sounds fun. What are we drinking now? Oh, Mandy? I'm sorry. Moved, it's so, just because you said rose and I think we're yeah. on to the rose. I moved on to the stoic Havana yes. rose cider. Yeah. It's oh, good. I think about me. Which is yeah. <laughs> I like it a lot. I'm wondering what Miley will think of it. It's slightly less bubbly than the dry one, um, mm. but it's a little more, I don't know, it's a little sweeter, a little more fruity. It is. Very. I think I'm so used to the apple. The apple. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. This one just has a blend of apple and grape. So mm-hmm. I like the color. <laughs> yeah, it's really pretty. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. it's, it's a lot darker than most ciders that I've had. But Miley drinks a lot more ciders than I do. Not that she drinks many or much. I've drank so much in the last year, <laughs> probably more in the last year than I have my entire life. Oh, I'm, I'm, lear- I'm trying to develop my tongue. I mean, my taste buds. Palette. I mean, my palate. <laughs> <laughs> and as you can tell, I'm, <laughs> I'm also working on the language. <laughs> She's always like, what do you call that? I'm like a wine glass. It's just a wine glass. <laughs> Oh man, I like it. Yeah, I like it. 
Yeah. So I was leaving the house, heading down here to the studio to do this recording and I grabbed everything. And then I thought, oh crap, I don't have any wine glasses. So when we got here, they had little, and I really wanted clear ones, but I only had glass and I didn't want to travel with a bunch of cups. And so when I got here, we had plastic. So we're fancy today. Mm -hmm. I like it. Very fancy. We're, we're doing it up. What what are some of your maybe one or your you know or two but maybe what's your favorite uh, wine that you're carrying right now in your store? In I was your, curious of this as well. Shop. It is yeah. Lindsay hasn't tried. Gosh. Okay. So if I had to get a glass of something right now, I think I would go. We have a red blend called it's some Chateau Tumbleweed. It's called Willie. Um, and it's a uh, Grenache, Syrah, Tempranillo blend, and it's so good. And everything Chateau Tumbleweed does is delicious. Um, that being said, my favorite, like of all time, is a Malbec. I love that. Um, and we have we sometimes carry a Malbec called Felino Mac, and that to me is so good. One of my favorites. Gosh, I'm just staring at them. If I were. <laughs> Lindsay is daydreaming right now about drinking so I know people can't see see Lindsay but like the look on her face is so romantic she's like staring off into the distance with this incredibly like wishful lust in her eyes and there's this beautiful sunlight on her face like it's just it makes the whole image so like hazy and dreamy it's like she's remembering the most romantic day she's ever experienced but it's just like yeah. reminiscing on wine and like daydreaming about the yeah. next time she'll enjoy it. Yeah, which is only like six and a half weeks yeah. from now. So, oh, we go. I would definitely go rose. But so right now, I'd probably do the Cape Spring rose. They're located north of here, up in the very lake. Uh, beautiful winery if you've never been. Who would know that Arizona has such gorgeous? It's gorgeous up there, Cape Spring. Um, where where is this uh, Arizona winery? Page Springs is in Cottonwood, like corn. It's in like Cottonwood, Cornville area, so up north, okay. um, kind of on the way to Sedona. Okay, I I picked yeah. up two rosés in the shop the other day because I must have been in a similar mood. I got the Atlantic okay. rosé from it's actually a Cab Franc rosé, and I'm such a Cab yeah. Franc fan, like. When I find yeah. a, a Cab Franc, like just all on its own, that's not blended with anything, I need to try it. So I was excited oh, yeah. by finding that. Yeah, yeah. We, we have a Cab Franc right now. It's so good. Oh, I must have I just know. ignored it because it was so damn hot this week. I, know. <laughs> I was like, it's so hot. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. And then I also grabbed the Leverage Rosé. Unfortunately, I, neither one of these were from AZ. That wasn't intentional. I was just reading the tasting notes on them and I was in a mood for those flavors. So, um, but yeah, I did see there was another one. Was it the one you were just talking about was from, wasn't there a Page Springs one there too? Springs Rosé. Yeah, there's one. But the ones you grabbed are really good. And that Leverage one is from Paso Robles, California. It's delicious. And we had it in our wine club um, probably about a year ago, actually. And people loved it so much. And then we brought it back this year for, again. Yeah. Yeah. I, I always judge the uh, Rosé by the color of the Rosé. I love, like, I love a light, delicate yeah sometimes they're really pale right like almost peachy yeah yeah I can nerd out on the making of wine and Miley Miley starts to look at me like I look at her when she talks about pilot stuff like Miley talks about learning to fly planes and I just like it's like Charlie Brown I check out I gloss over her and then I start to get nerdy about wines and rosés and pressing the skins and and she's like what? Well, I can't wait till you take your your class on winemaking, so I can start you know, listening to you tell me all about how to uh, you know all the things that you learn. Yeah, Mandy's thinking oh, this no, summer I'm doing my yeah this summer I'll do my level two reset. So oh, good, yeah. that's exciting. I'm I'm yeah I'm a little bit of a wine nerd. I'm, I can't wait to start. All I want to do is make some wine at home, but I'm like first I need a little background. I don't just want to like waste money with buying grapes and storing them in my dining room until I know a little more background. Have Have either of you uh, considered or any background in making or learning or anything with uh, making? Of? I mean, we've done we've a lot of wine tours. I feel like we've seen the inside of every Arizona winer that we 
that we have. My husband and I got to go down and help one of the wine wineries as they were harvesting, and that was really cool. And then we don't want to fit. The great like I don't know the presser push down push down yeah but but other than that I think we'll stick to drinking <laughs> <laughs> I yeah I I mean I can totally appreciate the drinking thing and yeah I do the same I like tour wineries everywhere I go I almost build my vacations to be honest around yeah. where there's wineries or breweries or I mean, I've been to Maker's Mark in Kentucky. Like, I'm just fascinated by the process of all sorts of, like, spirits and wines. I've never yeah. toured a cider making, so Miley's got me on that one. Yeah. I've never toured. But you've actually done it. Yeah, I, I mean, it's, it's <laughs> fairly straightforward. Um, she'll say that, but, you know, yeah, she's I, underselling I, it. Yeah. It's just fun to create, right? Yeah. Like, we talked a little bit about just, like, you know, you both were creating a business together and, you know, building a dream, to, like making a dream come true together. And so just like, you know, I think that's why like we're so fascinated with learning and growing and, and, and constantly, you know, once you achieve one goal, you build, you know, you make another goal because creating and, and learning and challenging yourself is just part of it all, right? Like it's, it's what makes life exciting and fun for me. Yeah. I would agree. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we would agree. I think that really what got us through this whole COVID pandemic was just being able to create and change and pivot and adapt. And that's kind of what we like and what we thrive. We thrive when we get to like create new things with, like our wine tastes and private events and we want to host our We like to keep creating new stuff. Yeah. I mean, there's, um, there's something, it's an interesting thing to be comfortable in your business where it's kind of moving along and it's doing things. But then when a hurdle comes along, like the pandemic, and you're sort of forced to shift, there's that little bit of panic. And but also then it gets really exciting, right? Because you get this opportunity to kind of operate in a different brain from your, your daily operator brain to this creative how can we make this work? Like the needs are different. What we're allowed to do is different. Um, what what can we do, and how can we fit into this new the new scene? What uh, yeah. what kind of um, changes, improvements, ideas have come out because of you know pandemic. the pandemic? Like I'm sure you you know, and I want to I want to frame it in a positive way by like you know what kind of creativity have you had to yeah. do or in outside the box thinking have you had to to, to do in order to kind of be where you're at right now, post, well, not post, but yeah. <laughs> coming out of the after pandemic, reopening. after reopening. Well, it was hard. Like when we were closed, we were retail only. So people could come in and buy a bottle of wine, but they couldn't come and drink a glass of wine with us. So that in general, I think kind of opened people's eyes and made them realize that we are kind of a bottle shop too. So in general, our retail and to-go sales have really increase because of it but what I thing I thought of when you said that is during the pandemic Lindsay and I had kind of like like think of like an old school lemonade stand but instead of lemonade we were like selling beer and like on our patio so like people weren't allowed to be in our shop so we went out on our patio and it was in the middle of summer it was like 110 degrees outside and I made a big poster and I stood in the street with my big poster that said like patio sale. patio sale, beer and wine. And we just people off the street to come and like purchase beer and wine from us on our patio sale. So that's our, that's our hustle during our. That's a fun COVID. memory to have. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That is hilarious. I love that. People are like patio sale. What's for sale? I love a patio sale. Yeah. Like you don't see yeah, patio sales in Arizona, right? Like, yeah. You never in even August. see a sidewalk. Yeah. yeah, in August. <laughs> in August, too, people were, people, I mean, August was hot. August was awful yeah. last year. And that's just hilarious. Like, patio sales, come buy some beer. <laughs> and we, yes, we had, like, coolers. Yeah, it's just, like, literally, like, ice chests of coolers just outside on our patio, just, like, patio sale. And then we had signs that said like honk if you like beer and people would like honk as they drove by it was I love it it was insane but yeah so we did to make money during our pandemic because that's the thing I mean 
like the bills still go on mm-hmm. right yeah mm-hmm. yeah right yeah and and the need to stay relevant or be part of the community is still there too and like just honking and and getting your you know standing out there as people are driving by like it's another way to kind of stay in some kind of connection with the local community too so that's pretty awesome like yeah. driving by and just hearing a bunch of people honk at you know because they love wine they love beer like it's still a, a great way to connect people together behind something right behind yeah. wine <laughs> behind yeah. wine let's all get behind that was one thing that everyone could agree on during the pandemic like yeah. oh, we yeah. all need some alcohol <laughs> the, the universal like uniter wine yeah um you ladies started a, a side like another instagram account called besties in business so yeah. I, which i think we found pretty fascinating but being good friends in business um what like tell us what that's about like what was your inspiration with putting that out there and yeah just tell me more about it we really just wanted to highlight like the behind the scenes of what goes on running your business and running it just the two of us yeah with your best friend just like we really wanted to inspire people like no matter who you are where you are in life how old you are like you have a dream and you don't like what job you're in right now like you can quit it and start over and do something great and you can be your best friend so that's kind of just like our goal with it it's funny because we i mean it's always been kind of our dream to do like what you guys are doing and do a podcast about it um and maybe one day we'll be able to to do that we've been so busy with the bar that we haven't had time to make that a reality yet but um that was kind of our goal behind it is just kind of letting people know a little bit of the inside info that's awesome i like that i i it's i think sometimes people take it for granted that you can just start a a business with your best friend and maybe it's good to see it's good to see examples that do work out and hear the challenges and the hurdles and um why it works like what you do to make it work specifically for the two of you is inspiring and you know on that same note I mean I I'm it's so wonderful to hear that things have worked out so organically and so well with both of you in business together and then with the whole uh, idea behind Bessie's in business what is maybe one challenge or one piece of advice that you would give to besties that would go into business together perhaps maybe a challenge that you overcome or how you've dealt with conflict yeah i think one one piece of advice i would have is we really strive to put our friendship first about the business like every morning we text good morning like how are you how's your morning just like or we'll try to do a getaway a weekend away just to focus on our friendship or even when we're driving like to pick up a delivery like those are like we talk about life like I just think it's important to focus on your friendship and that yeah you really have to kind of treat your friendship as like a marriage it's almost like you have to put that first before anything else and I think the reason why Lindsay and I work so well together is because we put each other's needs first like I don't want Lindsay to have to come into the bar and work on a day that she doesn't have to she would rather work and we stay home like we're just both like no I'll do it. you stay home and she's like no I'll do it you like we fight over who has to like up shifts and stuff because we don't want to bother the other person and I think that's what makes a good relationship is the selfness that we have for each other that's awesome. but it's that's because you you asked about like a conflict and I like, and there really hasn't been any, and I know that that's so hard to believe, but there really hasn't been any like conflict between us. Like, it's so weird. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> that's, no, that's wonderful to hear. Yeah. I love it. You're like, I want red chairs. I want burgundy chairs. Okay, fine. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, it's kind of, you know, and I asked that question because uh, my brother was telling me about how he used to work for Tufts and Needle and Tufts and Needle are two best friends that got into business together. And he was saying, you know, from the very beginning, the way they, like they decided in the beginning that if there was ever a conflict, whoever, like whatever the problem was, like if it meant more to the other person, then just let that person have it, right? Like if I really, really wanted that burgundy chair or if Mandy really, really wanted that red chair, I'd be like, 
that red chair obviously means more to you than than the burgundy chairs mean to me. So we'll go with red chairs. I mean, like again, like again, it's it's kind of like an example of what you were saying. You know, about being selfless about it or or putting the other's needs ahead of yours. And so I, I think yeah. that's an, an you know admirable advice to give to um, business partners, not just you know not just besties in business, but but I would almost say like any business partner. Yeah. And we, like we mentioned before, we kind of each have our lanes. And so if it's a decision that falls or like social media and we don't agree, well, that's Emily's lane. So she gets the final say. Yeah. 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 And and she's the one making the signs standing on the road. Like, yeah, if you like beer. (laughs) So she gets to see, you know, she gets to say what's what's on the sign. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. That's awesome. So are you all back open? Are you open seven days a week downtown now? Yeah, yeah, we, we've been open seven days a week. We just always felt it was so important to just be available for our customers. You never know when a customer wants to come in, you know? So yeah, we're open seven days a week. Monday through Thursday, it's from three to 10. And then Friday and Saturday, we're open from one to 11. And then Sunday is one to nine. So Yeah. Open, I open. Date coming up. Hashtag date night with my bestie partner. Hashtag the <laughs> podcast date yeah. night. Yes. Oh, that would be a yes. great place for us to like invite any of our listeners that want to come meet with us and have a glass of wine with us or something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, like a, I hear an event coming up. <laughs> well, Yay. Oh, That's my lane. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's being born here. Y'all are hearing it first. In popcorn. <laughs> yes. so popcorn tasting. Main dish. Meet and greet date night uh, popcorn tasting genuine we'll figure out the details Love well, it. where can our uh, where can our listeners find you or find more information since we're talking about you know yeah where can they find yeah. your yeah yeah follow on follow us on instagram at genuine underscore arizona um our website all right is now, now. yeah yeah um yeah best season business um, find us on Facebook and, you know, send us an email, genuineaz at gmail.com. <laughs> Fantastic. We love that. Well, thanks so much for hanging out with us, ladies. We really appreciate yeah. you. Um, we'll cheer One last, cheers. last little cheers. bit of our cider. Yeah. <laughs> our last cider to you, Genuine, Betsy's in Business, and little, little Emily. These little genuino. Yeah, little genuino. I'm thing. Coming yeah, to the next, the next genuine uh, family member. Coming to the next genu- generation of genuine. There you go. <laughs> yes. I, I love, love it. it. Well, thanks so much Thank for you. joining us. Thank you. We appreciate it. We will talk to you ladies soon and good luck. Stay busy. Yes. Everybody get down there and have some wine. And we'll see awesome. you guys all soon at an event. Yes. Sounds good. Awesome. Bye, guys. Bye. Take care. That was so fun. That was amazing. I think my favorite part was that we we have a a meet and greet coming up. (laughs) (laughs) All she remembers is the end. All I remember is just the event that we're going to get to drink wine and have popcorn and meet the ladies of Genuine in person. Hopefully they come in person. Oh, I'm sure. and And then meeting some of our listeners. Hopefully they come too. Yeah, maybe all one of them will show up. (laughs) <laughs> no, there'll be two because we listen to each other. So yeah. there's got to be two of us. Okay, so we got two. <laughs> <laughs> we have them. And we can invite guests. Oh, yes. Oh, I, I like this. I like this. Don't get too excited. I mean, this is going to have to happen when it cools down. Oh, I think, for a sure. Little bit. It's, or, it, I mean, it could be like an 8 o'clock event, 9 o'clock. I mean, they're open till 11 o'clock on some nights. That's true. Um, yeah, uh, that's true. That's true. Yeah. I was just thinking uh, it's, it's not a small space. It's not a huge space. We can do multiple events. <laughs> we have a limited, limited ticket event. <laughs> limited tickets available. There's three. <laughs> hey, you'd be surprised. When you make things, you know, uh, limited, more people want it. <laughs> we promise we will open up more than three spaces to come and hang out with us when we make this happen. I was just thinking because they have a patio, which yeah. is super hot to uh, open up like the patio, like to hang out on the patio right now. Yeah. So, but yeah, that would be so awesome. I love that she said meet and greet. Yeah. And, and I love that they're two best friends that went into business together and they work so well together. And they, you know, like, reminds me of us. It does. It does. It does. Except neither one of us is blonde or pregnant or pregnant. Never happened. 
probably mm. never will be mm. <laughs> at least on this end oh. uh and uh i like that you know that's three and a half years in i can't wait for us to be three and a half years in girl we are like approaching a year quickly i think we met at, oh no yeah well this idea blossomed right. and, and grew a year ago may 15th because oh. that's when we started our website hey but girl. October was when our official first uh, episode came out. So we maybe are. No, no, it was for the record October before I could convince Miley to actually record no. something and just start working on it and let's put it out. I know, but see that's I'm why we make it great. No, 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 I know. Like, like, but every time you say that, it's like that's what makes our partnership so great exactly. because you push me out of my comfort zone, which it was stuff like somebody I need. You know, yeah. I need. Sometimes you just gotta fucking get over yeah. it and do it. It's kind of like they just said they were start. like, yeah, just 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 fucking start. Like they were talking about how they're. Lindsay, I think said she. I don't even know how we did it in the beginning. I'm not even sure. She says I can't. I can't even remember. I don't know yeah. how we did it. We just got here. Like decisions yeah. just happen, and you make decisions, and you do things, go. and you say yes, and you just go, and you just do it. Exactly. Don't be so focused on like I don't know how I'm going to get from A to Z. Get from A to B, and then go to C, and then go to D, and then go to E, and like just take it one step at a time. Bam. Done. Boom. Look at us. Look at us. Eight months in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our little baby podcast. Pretty soon we'll be like three years in and having Mm -hmm. 90s hip hop stars on our show. Oh, I thought you were going to (laughs) say, I thought you were going to say three years in and we're going to have 90 people at our event. (laughs) Oh, I mean, maybe that too. Maybe a lot more people are. (laughs) I love it. Well, it was a wonderful episode and we thank the lovely ladies of Genuine for being on the episode. We hope you enjoyed our episode this week. And, uh, you know, I hope that, um, you're at home enjoying a glass of whatever floats your boat. Girl, get you some rosé. Mm-hmm. It's super perfect on these hot summer days. It's like hot all over the country. It's not even just Arizona. Rosé is refreshing. But if yeah, it's yeah. nighttime and you want something a little chewier, like Emily said, grab you a cab. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you're Miley, grab you a cider. Yeah. Or, you know, because of you, I've recently been into sangria. What? Yeah. Girl, I keep making sangria. Mm-hmm. I made like so many batches of sangria. It. I'll be over soon then. When she was talking about cupcake wine, I thought it's good to make sangria with. Oh, okay. Yeah. Maybe isn't like the best wine to have on its own, but makes a good sangria. Okay. Well, thank you for joining us this week and we hope you enjoyed the episode and we will uh, look forward to chatting with you next week. Yes, we will. Love you. Love you too.